It's unt- it's probably going to be called the original doll. So. Hi, my name is Timo, aka Tim O Spears, and Lipe, aka Lipe Servat, and you're listening to Original Doll, the podcast. The Mona Lisa. <laughs> Hello. How are you guys? It's hey been guys. an interesting time. <laughs> A no, lot has happened since we premiered. First and foremost, I, I really need to say thank you to everyone. It's crazy how the amount of support we received. With what ha- what has been like four days? Yeah, it's been like five days. And just you know, we're getting DMs. People are sharing their stories, their meet and greet stories. We gotten a few voicemails. Um, so yeah, it just means a lot to us that you know, regardless of where you are, whether if it's in the U.S. or in Brazil or Mexico. It just means a lot to us that you guys are staying engaged and we could keep this going if you guys continue staying engaged with us. I'm so happy to hear that all of you guys are giving us support from everywhere around the world. And as we said, our first episode, we are going to try to be a podcast to celebrate Britney, talk about fun stuff. But we cannot deny that we need to talk about Free Britney movement so that's where we decided to do this free Britney episode for you guys and for those that are not educated we are going to educate you guys i promise by the end of this podcast you're gonna be another supporter right yeah 100 percent. i mean i at least get the general understanding and you know the most up-to-date current stuff it is a lot to understand it's not a one-time Thing that you understand the free Britney movement from A to Z because actually in actuality it's ever changing every day um, yes. and there's so much that's happening to the movement um, but we're going to try to do a general synopsis if we can and then today we had I hosted a rally in Minneapolis, Minnesota oh my god um, actually, you want to hear everything Paul. about it oh goodness yeah but before so, we I, jump before we jump I just uh-huh. would like to ask Everyone that's listening to this podcast, either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, follow us on Instagram. Yes. Uh, our Instagram is Original Dow the Podcast. If you are actually listening to this, please tag us. Feel free to tag us on it. Uh, we would love to hear what you guys think. As I said, this is our second episode. Timo and I were both new into this business. <laughs> I think you say business. So we want to try to improve and give you guys the best podcast. Maybe will be your favorite on your Spotify. Yeah. Uh, that, so make that, sure you cool. follow us, right? Yes, please follow us. We're, we're officially on Spotify. So I hopefully we'll be available worldwide. So today is September 16 of 2020. And we had an update of the conservatorship battle with Britney and um, I think today was one of the biggest gathering on the whole entire nation. We had rallies all over the places in LA, in New York. Timo, our, one of our hosts, did a rally in Minnesota as well. So it was very, very big. Can you talk about that a little bit, Timo? Of course, How was it? of course. Yeah, no. It's, well, first off, I wanted to discuss, and I think Ryan later on in the call might be better to explain it. But today was uh, Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, was speaking to the judge um, regarding to making sure um, that things are not sealed, if I'm not mistaken, and to try to introduce Andrew Wallet into the picture. But I'm, I may be confusing. It's been a long day. So she'll kind of explain on that a little bit, and, and I'll introduce you how I know uh, Ryan and everything along those lines. But um, today, they, there was a rally, and the main one is in Los Angeles. And Always. then someone in New York City said, they're, you know what, they're going to host their own one. And then someone in Denver said, you know what, I'm going to host one in Denver. Um, and then I'm like, you know what, let me decided. do one. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And then also someone in Argentina, Buenos Aires. So we had a total of five U.S. cities and then one Latin American city. That's amazing. It's, it's huge to know that we're worldwide at this point and we got to continue it on, continue bringing the momentum. And I think people's biggest concern is like, oh, they're not physical at the courthouse. Like, it's, their voice isn't going to be heard. But in actuality, like, just you being there, and whether if you're mm-hmm. posting pictures or if you're educating people on the street, it does do a lot for the movement. Um, exactly. So, yeah, it felt a little awkward at first. So, basically, um, people did cancel. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> it's normal. You know, everybody has It is normal. Lives um, and everything. But it was me and a friend, um, and we just showed up, and we had a blast. I purchased us coffee um, oh, from cool. Dunkin' Donuts, and we were hyped. 
Um, and by the way, and, we're not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to be sponsored <laughs> by Dunkin', like Charlie D'Amelio. Here, I'll I'll do the Renegade for you guys. Um, but yeah, no, I would love. Um, it was just very informative. I went live on my Instagram, and people were very supportive. For a little bit, I was recording, and I didn't even know that I wasn't on live. I thought I was. Oh my and on god! Top that's of that, funny. Everyone and their mothers decided to call me during the live. The one hour, 30, I'm not even, I'm on for like 30 minutes. Everyone within that 30 minutes wants to call me. I mean, me. those things happen when you do a live. Of course, you know, of course. So and everyone wants, you know, opinions on Britney. And on top of that, the Target incident, you already know. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, <laughs> you know, was a, I, I actually follow, I was actually watching your live. And, you know, not just as a friend, but I'm really proud of what you did. And just putting yourself up there. In Minnesota, we don't have that many, you know, fans or supporters out there. Mm-hmm. But I was so happy that you were able to do that in bringing awareness to everyone out there. So, you know, I appreciate it. And I, I, I'm very proud of you. I would do it. My friend and I were like, we should do it next week. It was so much fun. Like, I think I think people need to realize we don't have to do it on just days that the courthouse hearings of are on top of that. We could literally do this whenever we want. So totally people agree. are intrigued. And, you know, Britney Spears is an icon that we all grew up with. So I think everyone's somewhat interested. But, I'm not, yeah, I'm feeling really good. There Again, there's no updates to regarding to today's court hearing, per se, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. However, we do have new movements to the movement. Um, I mean, new news to the movement. I think um, they got canceled, right, at the last minute? Which got canceled? The, the, the hearing, right? It got canceled oh, today? Oh, not that I'm aware of, no. If, not, if I'm not no? mistaken, continue on. Okay. Um, we'll find out in a little bit because Ryan's going to be on in a bit. For every single episode in our podcast, we are going to try to bring special guests to share everything, what they think about Britney, their favorite album, all of that. But today we are actually talking about the Free Britney movement and we chose a very special and first guest in our podcast. Uh, her name is Ryan, and she's going to talk about Free Britney with us. And I hope you guys enjoy it because she is the best to talk about this topic with us today. No, so I just, before I introduce Ryan too, um, basically we just stayed connected on Instagram. I'm not sure how she found me, um, but <laughs> she is so knowledgeable about so much, has experience. Um, and yeah, so here's Ryan, Brittany the Sagittarius on Instagram, and if I'm not mistaken, on Twitter too, correct? Yes, yeah. So give it up for Ryan, guys. <laughs> yes, thank you for being our first guest. Oh, so thank you guys for having me. I'm absolutely honored. We're so excited to have you here with us today. <laughs> so, so let's talk about you. So Brittany the Sagittarius, correct. Uh, where, where do you live? Who are you? What are you about? Sister I mean, are you Are you a Sagittarius yourself? I know the answer, but I'm going to play dumb. <laughs> uh, yes, I am a Sagittarius oh myself. My um, I'm very proud of sharing a sun sign with Britney Spears. I think all Sagittarius, we love to brag that Britney is one of us. Yes, um, I'm Sagittarius too, so we're all Sagittarius <laughs> Oh my here. goodness, yeah. So we're all three Sagittarius. Wow. Uh, thank you for anyone who listens to this whole thing. Yeah, um, I, I was going to say, I'm like, this is going to be a never-ending podcast. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, um I'm from the United States, uh, but currently I'm living in Kosovo. I uh, oh. fell in love with the guy who lives here, so now I'm here. And it's never uh, <laughs> done that before, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very Sagittarian thing to do. Yes. So just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I moved to America was exactly because of a guy. So I, I totally understand you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. And yeah. what's funny is I was considering marrying a Brazilian just to get him to come here. I know I'm crazy. Oh I know, God. wild. But no, what's funny is I didn't even know what Kostovo was before you. Um, it's it's Kosovo, 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 Kosovo. There's no T, honey. It's, uh, it's Kosovo. I syllables. Piano, <laughs> piano. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> so what 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 made you want to come up with the name Britney and Sagittarius, and how'd you get active in the Free Britney movement and if you could do a general couple of sentences oh about it, that would be ideal, but obviously it's not as simple. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so I came up with Britney the Sagittarius because I 
felt that Britney's birth chart was really intriguing and I thought it actually explained a lot about her whole life and obviously the very I feel like this situation that she's in now is kind of this like accumulation of everything that's gone on it's just like reached a boiling point Mm -hmm. and I think her chart really shows that um I initially intended to like definitely talk about Free Britney, but I wanted to talk about the astrological um, influence a lot more. Please, uh, that's cool. Yeah, but then I realized I realized that I was kind of pushed like going a little too far into the astrology, um, like things people didn't quite understand yet. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to like back this up. But then the Free Britney movement just like kept going with development. So I felt like I've got to kind of pick one or the other. And when I've got downtime, I can do the astrology stuff. But like. As you both know, we just haven't gotten a break at all. Yeah. yeah. And I just just felt like I had to get involved because I love Britney so much. And um, I felt like I had life experience that could somewhat help the movement or give perspective. um, Just because I had been a caregiver for years. So I'd I'd worked with a lot of people in conservatorships. Uh, So yeah, it was kind of a mix of all that. And yeah. well, I used, when I first, when I was like 19, um, my great grandmother was diagnosed with dementia and mm. we took care of her at home, like the family, we took care of her as much as we could until like she really had to go into a home. Um, and I realized that I, I did enjoy it. There's like definitely a need for it. And so I just kind of like sure. went into it. And so for a long time I worked with, um, the elderly and then I kind of, phased into working with adults with developmental disabilities. Um, so I've seen a big range of like care plans oh, wow. for conservatives. So yeah. you're not just like a fan that like started talking about it, like you know what really is the conservative. Right, right. Yeah, I kind of felt weird getting into the movement at first because I was like, oh, there's pe- enough people talking about it. Like I don't need to like throw my voice in the mix too. Um, but it just kind of felt like, oh, maybe I, I do know some stuff that like people don't, things that I thought everyone knew I was learning oh people not everyone does know this stuff and um I had a lot of encouragement from other Britney fans or like it created account and um so I did yeah it, that's what's really cool about like the Britney fan base is they're very welcoming yeah. like like you're a Britney fan I'm a Britney fan we're friends now like kind of so no it's just crazy how you're <laughs> actually the one who like reinstalled inspired me to continue using my voice especially on instagram uh-huh. lives because obviously i had yeah. the concept with kevin to do kevin speaking of free britney la on instagram and on twitter um hey let's like i would love to do a general free britney one-on-one course for my friends who have um but you're the one that's like we gotta keep the conversation going and on top mm-hmm. of that repetition is key um, mm-hmm. so I appreciate that you got me tapping into the lives on Instagram and using my platform. And on top of that, like you've been doing the same, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I never thought I would go live or do any of that stuff, but, um, when, yeah, like Kevin was doing it and then he took a break for a while there and I noticed like no one's really doing lives. Like we're really missing out on a medium that we could be sharing more information with people. Like even if literally, even if it's one person watching, like Mm -hmm. I don't care because that that's just how movements work, you know, like you just have to let it keep Mm -hmm. catching and spreading. And, um, yeah, so it just, and then I started doing them with, with you and, um, it just kind of evolved from there. You guys are very active on social media when it comes to that. Um, um, do you guys feel sometimes overwhelmed with so much information so much like I think there's also a little bit of hate you know with some fans like oh my god you're too crazy going like too crazy like do you guys feel overwhelmed sometimes yeah I definitely feel overwhelmed sometimes I recently the like last few weeks a few weeks prior to this I was feeling pretty overwhelmed and I took a break and just it, it it also feels like because like I'm in Europe and I'm doing everything based on US time, I feel like I really can't sleep. Like you have to like always stay awake mm-hmm. for everything. Cause if you like, I go to sleep and literally I wake up and it's like all these notifications and like something new happened. And um, so it does kind of feel like you always have to be on and that can be um, overwhelming and definitely not healthy. <laughs> hmm yeah no I could definitely agree with you because like I feel like I'm always plugged in 100% always people want to share their opinions always you know on every little thing especially when it comes to her Instagram we're just and sometimes it gets a little overwhelming um to mm-hmm. obviously we want to support Brittany but like for our mental health sometimes we do have to take a step back um 
and you know reverb kind of like what ryan and i have stated it's it's important to um work on yourself too because other people are fighting at this point a lot of people are a part of the movement um so yeah that's what i was gonna say so sometimes it's important to take a step back like i know ryan went on vacation a much needed vacation uh two weeks ago so i'm glad you're back thank you for being my online best friend (laughs) you're always responsive to me i just feel Um. like you and you her and i are always plugged in um so i appreciate you being always responsive but however um I always I could always understand if you need to uh, take a step back. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, Timo. I love that. That's so Same. Nice. <laughs> so I wanted to like kind of go back a little bit with you, because um, obviously you and I are so invested in the free Britney movement. Um, you know, we I feel like we're you know up to date as much as we can be. But let's say for the Britney Spears fans who might be listening, who are still a little bit you know confused or not most up to date on the free Britney movement, what would you do like? as a general synopsis or say for someone who is just being introduced to uh, Free Britney? Oh boy. I guess I would just say that, um, you know, I'm sure you remember the hospitalizations that Britney had, um, you know, that whole big to do. Uh, do you remember how her, they had, her dad took over her life and, you know, if they were like, yeah, most people do remember that or have some kind of an idea. Everyone remembers those pictures of her leaving an ambulance. Yeah, right. it was live streamed so, by TNN Live, I think, back in the day. Yeah, that situation resulted her being placed in a conservatorship, which is essentially means that you're like a child again. Like, your parents have control over you. They, or it may not necessarily be a parent, but whoever your conservator is, in Britney's case, it's her father. And um, he pretty much makes the decisions for her life. And... You know, regardless of how we feel about Britney or if some things happened that made us uncomfortable, we re- do we really want to live in a world where people who maybe have struggled or are having some difficulty that they get all their rights taken away from them? Oh my God, I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, thank you. That was a good synopsis. What, can you remind me again, uh, what is, again, obviously I know, but what is a conservatorship in two sentences? Oh, so a conservatorship, um, you know, in some states it's called a guardianship and it really just, it, it, it's really what it sounds like. It's somebody who's a guardian over you, just like how a parent is a guardian over their children. Um, it's just like that. Only instead of being a child, you are a full grown adult. Um, they are supposed to be intended for people who truly can't take care of themselves. You know, people who have like severe neurological conditions like dementia or Alzheimer's or um, severe developmental disabilities, you know, people who really can't take care of themselves. Um, So there's supposed to be this protective system, but we found out through the Free Britney movement that it really is kind of this legal loophole that allows people to make a lot of money off of vulnerable people. And it's really sad. It's super sad. Can you um, re-explain regarding to the, like, like, the probate conservatorship and how the level of seriousness that yeah, is? Yeah. Um, so there's different types of conservatorships. So there's conservatorships that are for mental health that are called LPS conservatorships. Um, there are partial conservatorships where just some areas of the life are are managed by others. And then there's general probate conservatorships, which are intended uh, for people who have severe developmental disabilities or um, like Alzheimer's or dementia, they, they are the most restrictive type of conservatorship because those are the most severe types of conditions. So which one of Brittany aids on? It's held on. Brittany, yeah, Brittany is in a general probate conservatorship, the most severe type. Um, you know, for a lot of people who are, you know, specialists in probate courts and just, you know, from just from my guess of working in the history that I have, I think they intentionally went after this type of conservatorship because it really does give you the most kind of control. Hmm. This is the kind of conservatorship that allows you to have like full reign of the money and allows you to decide if people should have to take medication against their will or not. Hmm. Every single time, by the way, um, Britney Spears 
and control are used together i always think of the britney i mean the janet jackson kind of album cover with the red background Mm -hmm. right when she was you know out of rehab in early 2019 that's like the first photo shoot that she had in the black dress it's Mm -hmm. just it's a very um visual um thing for me She's so brilliant. And it's just it's just so insane. And like, how come they can put somebody, you know, like Britney, that we all know the past 12 years had, you know, three world tours. Show, like, yeah. everything what she's done in the past 12 years, like, and she has the main show. Like, come on. Like, that's yeah. insane. That's, that's what's so scary about these conservatorships and just the fact that we've done nothing to really change the laws is essentially this could happen to any of us. Mm-hmm. You know, this... This could happen to our grandparents, our parents, if any of us ever became disabled. Um, I know so- it sounds horrible, Ryan, but like, so this, I pull, I went up to a stranger and I, I was like, are you interested in learning about Free Britney? And he was kind of like hesitant <laughs> about it. So, and he was, he was an elderly man and he was just very dismissive towards the end. And I was like, I'm just letting you know that, you know, they target, they tend to target elderly clients. Um, mm-hmm. So you could be a victim of it and we could be a victim of it in, you know, 40 more years. Um, so I just want to give you the heads yeah. up. Yeah. no I mean you're totally right like that's what's so nuts to me is every old person everyone should care about this because it's a human rights issue but like especially every old person should care about this and every single celebrity should be caring about this because they really go after the celebrities when they get old I, I, you know, the, the two documentaries that you recommended uh, the guardians on Amazon prime and then Dirty Money Guardians Inc. on Netflix. Both of those kind of had similar themes, um, but it was definitely an eye opener to, you know, kind of protect, you know, our elderly family members and make sure that we don't fall into something similar. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not as rich. De- exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be world famous or have millions of dollars for people to go after you. Like they, at the end of the day, these people don't care. They're after the money. There's so many con artists in general. You know, we get those calls that they're asking for social yeah. security numbers and stuff along those lines and, you know, credit card info. And you always feel for the older generation who may fall for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More vulnerable, I guess. Definitely. But I want to ask you both of you a question. I... Until I maybe I'll do a little shout out to the Britney's Graham podcast because that's how I actually first heard about the Free Britney movement. Go for uh, it. Me too. I didn't know until I actually heard and you know started doing my researches that the Free Britney movement it's been since what two thousand and nine, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. When yeah. did you shout guys out to first Megan. heard? Yeah, shout out to Megan um, <laughs> yeah, and Jordan Megan. Miller. <laughs> when did you guys first heard about this, the Free Movement? I hadn't heard like the term free Britney. I knew that like about the conservatorship and I never liked it. And I was always like waiting like for updates. Like when is this going to be done? You know, but Mm -hmm. I never wasn't aware there was an official movement. Um, I'm like you. I first heard about the real movement from episode 75 of Britney's Graham. Yeah. Like until that, I, I mean, I honestly feel like we should thank them because they were the ones actually made this uh, public and bringing more awareness to everyone. I mean, that's how I'll, I feel yeah, like Yeah, no, 100%. I but the thing is, I mean, on my end, I, I have to explain to people that Free Britney movement has been in phases. The phase one was Breathe Heavy that, that, that had started in 2009, you know? Phase mm-hmm. two was Britney's Graham for releasing that, you know, that information of that person who shared it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third round is honestly TikTok. So, wow. you know, and who, hopefully there's, con- I mean, yeah. hopefully this movement, there's going to be a big fourth phase. That would be phenomenal. And then we could, you know, continue, you know, growing in numbers on our side. I mean, like, I just, I do think Britney's Graham really was the catalyst to bring it to the present day. Because while there was um, talks of it very early on, you know, people critique this conservatorship for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Britney's Graham really catapulted it to at least having it be mainstream among the fans, um, you know, and they took a huge risk in they doing did. that. Yes, they because did. Because they really did. Like, how... I'm sure they didn't even know what to think when they first received that voicemail. Mm-hmm. And just, like, how do, do we even air this? Do we, like, what... I can't even imagine what through their minds. Um, but, yeah, I know what you mean, Timo. Like, it, it, it has come in phases. Because then it's it feels like the TikTok phase... Um, 
catapulted it more into uh, like local mainstream mm-hmm. um, people mm-hmm. who are the non Britney fans. Yeah, and the younger generation for sure. Yeah. So I think I think, but yeah, hundred percent. Like that is a risk. Imagine you and I if we got something like that. Like I don't. My know. goodness. I don't know. At the, especially at that time, I wouldn't know how to react. For those that haven't really heard about the voice message that we were talking about, I'm going to play it for you guys right now. And this was on the Britney's Graham podcast. So I hope you guys like it. And Britney, still nowhere to be seen. Nothing. Nothing. No word of her. Not a paparazzi photo. Not a meme posted. Her boyfriend hasn't posted anything of her. Nothing. We're getting nothing of Britney. Until. Until. (laughs) Last week, April, or a couple weeks ago, April 3rd, 2019, this feed that we've been so obsessed with comes live again. And what has been a wasteland, oh my God, there's a new meme. The meme is a meme about self-care, about falling in love with taking care of yourself. And it has the caption, we all need to take time for a little quote unquote me time. With a smiley face. With a smiley face, emoticon, not an emoji. If you follow Britney's Graham at all, you know that she is a huge fan of emojis. It's very strange that she would do this normal emoticon. So we, it rang a little false to us. We weren't sure what was going on. Um, and then an hour later, it's reported by TMZ that Brittany has checked herself into a mental health facility the previous week. And that would have been the last week of March and that she's going to be there for a month. So that so time that's where we left off. That's where we left okay, off. So is everyone briefed? Um, yeah, sorry. That's a lot of info we, we know. <laughs> sorry about that. It, it is a lot to go over. But anyway, we're going through our voicemails and uh, we got this voicemail and I feel like we should just play it and then we'll discuss. Yeah, here we go. Hi there. Um, I cannot disclose who I am. Um, I just heard the latest episode. You guys are onto something. Um, I used to be a paralegal for an attorney that worked um, with Britney's conservatorship. I am no longer with them. Um, and what is happening is disturbing, to say the least. So, um, basically, in rehe- Britney was in rehearsals for Domination. Uh, it came to Jamie's attention, Jamie Spears, that uh, Britney was not taking her medication as prescribed, uh, she was she was missing a lot of doses and just uh, full on not taking them. So uh, they got her to the doctor. The doctor said, "Okay, if you don't want these medications, let's get you on a new one." Well, she refused to take the new one. So Jamie said, "Either you take this medication, or the show's off, and I'm 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 pulling my support, and you can't do it." Brittany did not follow Jamie's instructions. And so he was true to his word. He pulled the show. He verbatim said, blame it on my illness. And that's when we get the early January Instagram. Fast forward a couple days. Um, Brittany's still not following through with her medication. And as you guys have mentioned, she is seen with Sam driving. A big no-no on, um, uh, it's, it's a big rule that she broke. Brittany has been in the, um, in the mental facility since mid-January. Um, of course, the, the, the statement yesterday said she entered last week. That is not true. She's been in there since mid-January. Um, and there is no timeline, uh, Granted, I've been gone. I, I haven't worked at the company or at the at the firm for uh, about a little over two weeks now. But there is no end, particularly in sight, for this stay at this mental facility to um, to end. Uh, she did not want to go. She, um, I, 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 of course. Uh, I'm just a paralegal. I haven't had any contact with her, but um, from what I understand, this was uh, not a decision she made at all. So I would like to thank uh, the Britney's Grand Girls, Tess and Babs. No, Babs. That's <laughs> Tess and Babs. You're good. We're good. That's Tess yeah. and Babs for bringing this and having the courage to expose the the voice message, the voicemail that was sent and. Without all of that, I think this movement wouldn't be 
this big. So a round of applause to these girls. Oh, 100%. They, thank yeah. you. Yes. Thank you and, so and much. And if we ever misannunciate or pronunciate, whatever the case is, I'm horrible at it. Brittany's typically horrible at it. My friend calls it British. So, um, like, you know how she says, you know, not piano, she says piano. So, it, it is what it is, you know. I think people understand for the most part. Easy for you to say. You've got a name that's easy to pronounce. <laughs> remember, I said, do you remember I kept calling Moonwalk Summer and I got you saying it incorrectly? Yes. So Yes, and you've got me saying, like, tri-state instead of tri-star. <laughs> like, oh my Ryan, so what was today's court hearing about again? Because I don't know, sometimes I get a little confused. Yeah, there's so many, so it does get confusing. Um, today's court hearing was, I think it was about two things, essentially. It was about co- continuing, about going back and forth of whether or not the record should be sealed. And then um, also it was supposed to be like Jamie's side presenting why Andrew Wallet is an appropriate choice to be um, signed back on as co-conservator of Britney's estate. Um, But I don't think that really happened. I think that was rescheduled to continue um, on the November 10th court date. That was the one November 10th. That was correct me if I'm wrong. That was what's underlined by Sam. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that's the one that is kind of like hinted like, hey, Brittany, free Brittany activists, if you're going to protest, this is the one to protest at. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, that's kind of the opinion I got because we knew November 10th was going to be Brittany's turn to argue as to why mm-hmm. she believes um, that Bessemer Trust is an appropriate choice for her conservator of her estate. Um, but now it seems like it's going to be kind of, they're going to combine both of them on that court date. Um and then today, they I don't think they fully determined whether or not what if things will be sealed or not. They It seems like they're deciding there's still too much to look over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it people got the impression that the judge is leaning more towards um, allowing things to be open. Good. I think we okay. all know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. We so, are I, praying for that. Oh, 100%. Exactly. Is there yeah. any... So, for today, which is September the 16th, can we expect any more information be re- to be released today from today's court hearing? Or do you think it's kind of like, we already got what we needed out of it? Oh, well, you never know. Um, another thing that did come out of this court hearing uh, that we didn't really expect was that, um, and this was reported by protesters at the rally in LA, mm-hmm. um, they are saying that... Samuel Ingham brought up how he has not been paid by Britney's estate since August 20th. Wow. And Lynn's lawyers then pointed out that that was the day after the last hearing. Hmm. So uh, if you remember August, because you were at that rally, uh, Timothy. Yes, um, I was. That rally was August 19th. And so the very next day was the last day that Britney's lawyer was paid and they also made a point of pointing out that it was TriStar that has not paid Britney's lawyer. Oh. Which they're supposed yeah. to. Always. They're supposed they're to. Supposed you said to, weekly, correct? Weekly, yes. They're supposed to pay him weekly. Um, and they like kind of did this back and forth of like, right? yeah, 10000 a week. Yeah. Damn. So, and that's, and you think that may be implied it's because now he's starting to defend a little bit more of Britney versus... Um, Jamie, who is the conservator of the estate. Right. I mean, that's kind of something that we're wondering, and that's that's kind of flat out what Lynn's lawyers um, said in the courtroom. Um, officially on Jamie's side, they, they were saying it's some technicality that was entered in like 08, and then Ingham shot back like, no, we changed it in like, I believe 2012. It just was this kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I People got the impression that Lynn's lawyers were pointing out that he stopped getting paid right after he started defending Britney. Um, And they also really did make it a point to point out that it's TriStar who has not paid Samuel Ingham. Um, And for those who don't know, TriStar is owned by Lou Taylor, um, who is kind of allegedly the mastermind of this whole conservatorship. That's crazy. So, okay. Well, thank you for that info. What do you guys expect from the conservatorship going forward? Are you guys feeling good? Like, are you feeling Mm -hmm. 
Why do you guys feel? What about you? How about this? We're going to reverse it, Felipe. How are you feeling? <laughs> well, I feel very positive. Um, again, we talked briefly about this, you know, recording this podcast, that I believe in facts and court documents, they're all true documents that we can definitely trust on them. So, I mean, I feel like it's going like uh, like in a level that's going like in a good in a good path to Britney side. So I feel like that, you know, I don't know when, but at least I'm not sure if she's going to end this conservatorship, but at least she's going to gain a little bit of more freedom from now. And I think that makes me happy. Um, I don't expect Britney to release an album or anything for me. I think it's, as long as Britney is happy and doing what she loves to do and having the freedom, I think that's all that matters for me. But I feel like this, you know, Ingen is doing something really good. I feel I have very good feelings about him. So that's how I feel about it. I think I think Ryan and I both agree. What what about you, Ryan? Yeah, I definitely feel really positive about it. Um, I do wonder when this is all said and done, um, at what level is Britney going to be out of it? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder. For for me though, I just try to take it day by day, and um, you know, just try to stay whatever Britney's currently asking for, and that, and like you said, Felipe, in the court documents, um, whatever she's like fully stating in the court documents, that's what I feel that my focus always is. So like, we're just taking it in steps, you know, like and yeah. letting Britney like right now take she wants lead. her father out. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the focus, getting Jamie out, because that's what Brittany wants. I feel like as long as we stick with what Brittany's wanting, we really can't go wrong. I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I think before I ask you what you think, I feel like this is uh, especially the last documents that was released that she was saying that she does support us and the movement. I think that's when we got like, you know, the confirmation of it that you know yeah. she really she's really happy for what we have done so far. Well, on top of that, that's what's opposite of what they told us. They told us, oh, we shouldn't invade on their privacy. We shouldn't, we should, you know, keep it secret. Brittany, we're hurting Brittany by talking about this. Only if you knew. And that's other people said the same thing. Like, I mean, I I shout out to Justin Anderson, my favorite celebrity hairstylist who's anti-free Brittany, but yet uses his brand and his persona as being a Britney Spears fan, but yet says, you know, Free Britney is for, you know, the mental illness to a certain capacity that he was just like, we all have this dark, deep thing and we're actually hurting Britney only if we knew this was for the best. It's just, you know, it's kind of like, it's like, okay, we know for sure. Like it always felt that we were doing the right thing, but mm-hmm. now it feels like we got the pat in the back. Like you're correct. Yeah, that removed a lot. I mean, for me, I, I've just gotten to a place of feeling totally confident just because I don't know why I just did. Um, but like <laughs> that, that I, I just kind of was like, I don't care. I know Brittany wants out, you know, like I know she like I just felt like I knew. Um, but it was so nice to have official confirmation that, yeah, she does support us. Um, I think that we do have to be really noticed that she used the word informed support, though. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to keep staying informed and not get carried away with um, a lot of the theories. And, and yeah, stick to the facts. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. We got to keep it up. We, I mean, yes, we could celebrate a little bit on my end, but I'm like, no, like we, we still got to keep the ball rolling. We still have so many more to educate. We still got to keep the public pressure on um, and growing in numbers. So. That's what my feeling yeah. was. So it was, it was good to celebrate a little bit, and now we just keep on keeping on. Okay, I just like to thank you, Timo and Ryan, because you guys been so active throughout this whole thing. I feel like a little bit out of the loop. The loop, because I'm so focused on, on something personal that I'm going through right now. But I mm-hmm. would like to thank you guys for just putting yourselves up there too, and very very proud of what the work that you guys have done. So. I name it all the Britney fans and everything. I'd just like to thank you both for everything you guys have been doing uh, so far. Thank you. Oh, thanks for saying that. Um, yeah, and I think it's important for people to know that, like, there's so many different ways to support the movement. Um, you know, we certainly all don't have to be doing the same thing. And um, any way that people support the movement 
is helpful. Just don't take a, a standard approach. Don't try to play by both sides. That's what gets me upset is... But, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. I was yeah, I was that's... talking to Ryan about these recent tweets that someone claims that he worked for Britney. Um, you know, executing her website from the years two thousand and nine oh, yeah, yeah. until, and I don't know where his stance is, and I don't like his stance. If that makes sense, it doesn't make sense because he's bringing to the argument. He's like, oh well, I've been led to believe that it was best for Brittany at certain times, but now I want her free. I was confused by that, and on top of that, he did not know Britney Spears prior to a conservatorship, mm-hmm. so I feel like no. his opinion is very biased, um, and I just don't like that. So I'll leave it like that. You know something something that he posted one of his Twitter tweets was like Oh, it's been a while that I had the NDA, and I think now I can talk. Like, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know really the laws in America. But when you do, when you sign a no disclosure agree, agreement, does that last only for a certain period of time, or is it forever? It's it's implied that it's forever, but they do expire. Um, from what I understand, mo- a lot of them expire after ten years. Oh, okay, got it. Mm. So, so I guess have, it depends on the to contract. Talk about anything that happened in the past when they had Yeah, their if it's expired. Um and that's why I think some people are talking more because their NDAs have expired. Um for me, I'm kind of over people's excuses. Like and I'm actually not even waiting or counting on anyone to speak out anymore because this movement as us as fans, we've really pushed it to where it is. It's amazing if people want to keep speaking out, but I'm just not holding my breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know you, you know? and I, I, I mean, I was disappointed. I know and you're the first person I messaged about Miley Cyrus's answer, you know, in that interview. And we were just kind of like, and I, obviously I'm a... It was a letdown. Su- it, was it was a letdown. letdown. And I, especially yeah. me as a super fan. Um, but, I, you know, I had to justify it. But... Uh-huh. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, like, yes, I would love for people to speak out. And yes, let's continue tagging these celebrities if we can or whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's not hold our breath. We got it this far. They're the late bloomers to this movement. Yeah. yeah. And um, kind of like what you mentioned before, um, Ryan, that like if an NDA, if you think that an NDA was um, deemed illegal, right? What's the wording that you used? Oh, well... There are whistleblower protections. So if you saw something illegal happening, it doesn't matter if you signed an NDA. You have protection. Um, That's not legal advice. Definitely talk to a lawyer beforehand. But essentially, it's pretty universal. Uh, next year, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty (laughs) universal that there are whistleblower protections. So oh goodness, but yeah, no, thank you, Felipe, for recognizing it. What my last opinion is that like. Yeah, show support in any way that you can. Um, and, you know, there's various levels that you can. Just don't stay neutral. Just don't choose. Mm-hmm. Try to play by both sides. That's my biggest argument. No. Um, yeah, and no, of course It not. does take courage to speak up, but you'll be surprised with time. You'll get more support than people think Definitely. you're crazy. Definitely. No, even people, I mean, we all Sagittarius. We all love Britney. And I feel like that doesn't only happen to me, but a lot of people know that we are such a fans. And they like friends that they're not really follow her or not fans. They just come to me ask, "Hey, so what's going on with Britney? What is this free movement? You know, right. does that happen to you guys?" Because I try to then like, yeah. And then even my roommate, he's like, I educate him now about it, and he's like, he turned like such a huge fan of her and wants her out. So it's amazing how you know we can educate people. Aww, yeah, yeah. It it is amazing. Um, and I think it really does show people who understand it and not even understand. You, I feel like you don't have to know every single detail to kind of intuitively know something's not right here. Mm-hmm. Like this is a grown adult who's been very successful. I'm going to say something kind of controversial, but like, I don't give a fuck if Brit. Oh shoot, can I curse? Yes, you can. Of course, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if Britney Spears is batshit crazy. It doesn't matter. She is a person, and she has a right to make decisions for her own life. The level of support she needs—that's up to her. Um, It's certainly. She, this conservatorship wasn't what made her successful. You can't, you know, a conservatorship doesn't magically make someone be able to dance. It doesn't magically give somebody the drive to do all the things she did. Britney did these things mm-hmm. because Britney did these things. And, you know, it just, we have to 
we have to advocate for people to have autonomy for their own life. Well Amen, said. sister. Well said, Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get on a soapbox. I'm so sorry, but it's like, come on. There's you so know? much passion. Like, it's enough. Like, are We're we going to say that people? Yeah, like, are we going to say people with disabilities don't have a right to make decisions for their own life? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's gross. That that, come gross. on, that's not right. So. So the next court date hi- hearing is on mm-hmm. November 11th, correct? Oh, I, I don't know. I think there's some in October. I know, I know the big one is going to be November, November 10th. Okay, November 10th. Thank 10th, you. Yeah, 10th. Yeah. So we'll try to uh, whether if it's with Ryan. Hopefully, we'll have another special guest um, with who's very active in the Free Britney movement um, to come on once that kind of court dates around, especially the November sure. 10th episode. Um, but. Yeah, that's it's it's a lot. This is a process. So I appreciate everyone who listened in and I wanted to change the topic a little bit, go a little bit lighter because to yeah, a certain extent. I totally agree. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um so I Felipe, you had a series of questions that you wanted to ask Ryan. Of course. So as we said, um, you know, we're uh. gonna try to bring fans, guests, and, you know, we want to try to be fun. I know this whole topic, it could be a little overwhelming for some people, but let's just try yeah. to keep our mental health healthy, right? And let's Absolutely. try to break the ice a little bit with Ryan. Let like, we want to know more about ice. you. Love you, get you right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, whenever I mimic Brittany, I always have to be like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, I always get whiplash when I when I pretend I'm Britney. <laughs> Is that a Sagittarius thing? Because that happens to me too. Oh, whip, hair whiplash! Like, I think it's a Britney fan in general that is like the move to do. I yeah. I was at the I live in Miami Beach, so I was walking on the beach yesterday and I was listening to some Britney and I was doing like some flip, which I don't have, you know, a long hair to do a flip, like a hair flip. And then I just look back, there was somebody laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) They were living, let me tell you on that. Also, one side note, did you guys, well, I'm sure you guys know, but this is a fun fun Britney Spears fact. Um, Britney Spears co-wrote a song called Whiplash. And it was released by Selena Gomez. Yes. Yes, I love that song. Okay, are you ready, Ryan? (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Okay, so what's your favorite album, Britney album? Oh, my gosh. My gosh. I, like, really have a hard time picking. Can I say my top, like, four favorite? (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) So I guess if I had to pick one... It's. I feel like it's so such a generic answer, but I think I'd have to pick Blackout. But I'm not. My favorites are Blackout, In the Zone. I love Circus. I know some people have a problem with Circus. I love <laughs> it, and I and I really love Glory. So those are my top four. That's amazing. I mean, I love Blackout too, and definitely yeah. In the Zone is one of my top lists too. How about you, Tim? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it rotates between my top is Glory and Blackout. It rotates. Yeah, it's hard. It you, it's different phases, you know. Yeah. At the bottom of the list is always Britney Jean. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> that one doesn't. See, not for me. Not for me. I actually, her her first album is my least favorite. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. It's too bubblegum, and it's too. You're 16, trying to be a pop artist for uh-huh. me. You know. That you know that's like, our that's our album art. I, yeah, I mean, like, there's some iconic bangers on it, for yeah. sure, but, like, it... Soda pop? You know. It's too soda pop, yeah. <laughs> e- email my heart? Yeah. <laughs> emails, everybody's there. doing emails. <laughs> Everyone's doing emails. I, know. I love, to me, my uh, my favorite is In The Zone. I think it's my top one, for sex. sure. Yeah. We all love uh, sex. It's, it's in I us. actually bought... I bought um, In The Zone vinyl from Timo. Oh. Yes, she did. It's so yeah, beautiful. Like, you would... see that whole picture blown out. It's, like, it's beautiful. I love that. It's so good. I, that album, like, I swear, that, like, awakened my sexuality. Oh, that was, like, I needed. <laughs> I was, like, 16 when that album came out. It was a good time, so. I don't know if it's too much to share, but I'm, I, I have done sex listening to Britney in the zone. <laughs> Is that too much? Oh, yeah. I love that. I don't know. I mean, we all I think that album's 
That album's kind of created for it, so I think you're just doing it justice. Exactly. (laughs) Britney would be happy. Especially the Britney who recorded that at her age. And she found that out at that age. She would have loved it. The next question that I have is your favorite single. Um, Was it a single? Um, Piece of Me. Yes, it was. Yes. I think Piece of Me is actually my favorite Britney song, if I had to pick one, um, because I distinctly remember hearing it for the first time, and I didn't know it was Britney at first, and I was like, what is this? This is amazing. And then as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh, of course it's Britney, bitch. Like, it just... So I like... It's a really... Like, I really remember that, and... And I I feel like it's kind of underrated. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't have, like, as much as, like, the power to, like, toxic or, like, oops or whatever. But but at the same time, it's one of her most iconic. So I'm like, how is it not in everyone's top five, at least? I honestly, like, I feel like you can't talk about Britney unless you talk about that song because it really was, like, the first time that she actually, like, really addressed Mm -hmm. um, how the media presents her. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was Especially at a time that now. she was Especially controlling now. the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. That song is timeless. It still absolutely works. How about you, Tim? What's your favorite single? Uh, my Prerogative. Oh. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, I love uh, that song. <laughs> it's like, it goes <laughs> hard. So yeah, I, I'll choose My Prerogative. And the music video is so hot. My favorite, my favorite, it's um, I'm Slave for You. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just love the the photography, the dance moves, like the beat. It's like, it's a song that I cannot get tired of it. Like I can really listen to it. And I love the single cover, like literally everything about it, Slay For You. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. My favorite. Um, Slay For You is so good. We sp- spoke a little bit about the video. What's your favorite music video? Ooh, I think... I mean, I really do love them all, but I really like Do Something just because it's kind of different. And it's, it's one that people haven't watched a lot because it like got banned in certain countries. And it was only so released like... in the like the UK or Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun because like I honestly used to dress just like how she's dressed in that video. And mm-hmm. it's like part embarrassing, part amazing. And I just like it. <laughs> I mean, correct it's... me if I'm wrong, but I think Britney directed them. Mm-hmm. wasn't it yeah you're correct about that oh yeah i think i think she helped and yeah that was the first time like i think if i'm not mistaken the first time that she kind of co-directed on her own what's your favorite music that's why video? i like it <laughs> <laughs> tim what's your favorite music video slave just because it's iconic slave and like i just <laughs> have like so i mean come on I, i've watched that music video so many times trying to learn the choreography and <laughs> just mesmerized the choreo is hard it is i still don't know it. it's so hard uh, me neither but definitely me my fa- it's my favorite music video as well like it's, everything is late for me oh my god i just love it. it's iconic yet that song isn't time- as iconic i don't know it's like it's weird it's britney has this weird thing her music video could be iconic but the song isn't but then the mm-hmm. song is but toxic is that rare one that both of them are iconic but yet didn't get number one um your favorite tour Mm, onyx for sure i'm all about sexy britney sex, and sex, like sex. yeah sex. like i'm not a virgin anymore assholes like <laughs> i'm into that I, fuck you justin <laughs> yeah it's my favorite i can't with too. him oh really yeah uh mine is it's just because it gets like a personal dream within a dream um I but i would because yeah. it was your first show that you went yeah it see. was my first show but then i would say my second favorite was circus so i guess a controversial opinion too just because it was like the the set list was mainly blackout mm-hmm. yeah it was but and ryan yeah. what, what was your first tour that actually seen her live I've actually never seen Britney live. I I know I'm, I can't. I feel like I can't tell no, you guys that. We don't, no, we're not taking your fan card away. But no, I'm just saying, with that if, the next time she's on a tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like if she does tour again, I'm free. paying for yes. a ticket for you. Yeah, if she's yes. free, a hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, like, I just grew up in a really small town that wasn't you had to drive far away to listen to music and mm-hmm. like we didn't have music come through all the time and then by the time I could actually like I was out of my own I, I was too poor to like see her and and then when Vegas came around I just felt kind of weird about it so I never went but um I was planning to go to Domination before mm-hmm. it was canceled so I was like she like super pissed when it was canceled because I was 
so ready to go, but it, it turns out that it's all for the best. So yes. I was pissed at the time too because I I'm a crazy about her like. Uh, the same way that you um, from the small town. I'm from Brazil for the really, really small town. So I think it's mm-hmm. 10 times worse than that. <laughs> so when I just saw her, you know, the first show was the Femme Fatale tour in 2011. But then when I moved to America, if I could see her as much as I could, I would. And then, like, I, just, <laughs> I feel how it is. Like, I feel you. But um, And I was actually was going to go to the first four shows of Domination. I had bought tickets for the four shows. And I also yeah. got pissed at the time, but now, we, as you said, like it was the best. Yeah, at least you got yeah. a refund. So. Oh yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, apparently, there's a rumor that they haven't issued refunds regarding to the zone. Oh, uh, that's a. I'm sorry, that's a, that's a fucking lie for those stands that they want to just blame everything because after, like, as soon as she canceled, literally a week after, I got everything back in my account. So it's good. Good. Yeah. Thank you for Ticketmaster or whoever it is. Um, and then my last question regarding to Brittany um, was if you had something to say to her and you could leave her a message, what would you say to her? This is directly to Ryan. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was just about to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, oh, my goodness. I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, what, what um, is the saying? Hold on. What is the saying regarding to Lou Taylor's uh, greeting? Her uh, email. Coram Deo. Coram Deo. What does that mean? What's that mean? With, with, it's, with it, God. It, it's Latin for in the presence of God. So oh. it's kind of a, another way of saying with God. Ugh. Instead of like with love, like with God's presence. Yeah. I get God. it. I like it's it. So weird. I'm, I mean, I, I classify as a Christian. I like it, but. If I could say anything to Brittany, I would just say like, we love you so much. Like we really do. Um, th- this is way beyond just the music. Like you've you've really influenced so many of us. You've helped so many of us, and um, we just want to support you. And so, like, just keep letting us know what you want us to do, girl. We'll do it. We're here for you, yes. and we we yes. we love you. Yes, Aww. that was the gr- a perfect message. I got a little teary eye here. So, <laughs> so speaking of teary eyed, I wanted to change the topic again. I know this is a Britney Spears podcast, but we also have to mention about Paris Hilton. Oh, yes. Because oh, yeah. we all saw the documentary. Yes. How's everyone feeling about it? I actually appreciated Good. more Paris Hilton after I watched this documentary. I did not know. I don't know. I just only, I guess I only. Neil Paris Hilton, the figure, like the character that she put on. I did not know anything about her background. And there was a lot of similarities with, you know, what's happening with Britney. And I think, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to do any spoiler here, but if you do watch that, I think in the beginning she says something that, oh, you know, who's been controlled like that or something like that. I think she was relating to Britney. Like, hmm. involved. I didn't catch yeah. that, but... I definitely see that there would be correlations uh, to Paris Hilton's life and especially what she's talking about in the documentary that could be correlated to Britney Spears and or free Britney. Yeah, um, I think the documentary is really great. It it really does give you a lot of insight on Paris. um, And it does give you insight as to why she is so supportive of the free Britney movement. Um, And... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was. I really enjoyed it. I've I've always been a big Paris Hilton fan, and I had watched the documentary that she had been a part of last year. Um, what is it like? I am American, or I forget what it is. It's about like social media and influencers. Oh yeah, I, thought, I think I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called, but it was really good, and it. I like that she's being more open with herself. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we see some of these celebrities especially like Paris, who's been so photographed and so in the media, we kind of think that we know them, um, just like with Britney. But it's good to kind of have a reminder that we actually don't know these people and they've gone through things just like we have. Mm -hmm. Maybe not exactly like we have, but they've gone through things. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Because, yeah, I started started to cry and I'm like, wait, she's rich. 
Why am I crying? Which part did you cry? Because I know, <laughs> I remember you posted something, but which part did you actually cry? Oh, I cried when, uh, I mean, I guess this isn't a secret. Um, her and her boyfriend have a big fight in the movie, in the documentary. Oh. And I just have, it's weird because I have this weird relationship with alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. I love to party. Um, and I partied a lot in college. I used to drink, like, on the weekends with my friends and, like, partying. But, like, as I got older, I just kind of stopped. And yeah. I, 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 I mean, I still do it socially, obviously, but you just never know how people are going to react with alcohol, especially. Yeah. So when things can escalate and that situation that she was in um, with her boyfriend, it just felt so relatable. Um, and obviously her boyfriend at that time was drunk. Yeah. Um, so it just felt yeah. like, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, Yeah, I was, I was surprised she showed that because that was a very like, oh wow, this is like a real couple's fight that yeah. she's showing. And like she was so proud of herself. Like I would be so proud. I would try to do, like it doesn't matter if it's a, like somebody that you know that accomplished something. Like that was like a big thing for her. And instead, you know, celebrating her, he was just like, harassing her. It was like super sad. It, I I don't know. It again. I think I think it just showed that she can control her narrative that she wants to put out there, and I liked mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So that's all I can say regarding to that. So I'm like, why do I feel bad? Like Paris Hilton is like, she's like, her goal is to get, how much, what did she say? A billion dollars. Oh, I thought she said a hundred billion. But like still, like, I'm like, she's rich. Like her fragrance, and oh, regarding to Britney, she did mention in the lines of like, that her fragrances have made so much money alone. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh my God, just think about Britney's. Fragrance is one of the most, it has like some of the highest profit margins because it's so cheap to make, but you can sell it for, quite a decent price so mm-hmm. you perfume is where the money's at hmm. i never knew yeah, that you, i mean if you go to the britney spears uh website not only in the zone but like the new <laughs> my prerogative is 40 dollars. i mean it's not a, you yeah. know it's not a, a cheap fragrance so isn't there gonna be a new fragrance that's coming out soon yeah i, I think, think it's like festive. glitter festive but who knows um, i'm not buying it yeah me neither just yeah. talking about you, you just mentioned the merchandise. Have you? I mean, I am a huge collector, and I use mm-hmm. I usually buy them on eBay. Um, but have you guys noticed that every time when Britney has a court, Urban Outfitters release something? Have you guys noticed that? I don't know. I haven't it's noticed, but day, it wouldn't surprise me. It's like, either I mean, at the day or the day before. Like literally yesterday, they put out Blackout in uh, cast on cassette. And cassette. First and off, then, who has a cassette the, player? And then the last chord, with the one that you were in, I think it was the in the zone, if I'm not mistaken, the new, the new, um, the new version. I mean, I, they did it for so many years. They have distracted us, the fans, with so much new stuff for years. It wouldn't surprise me if they're continuously doing it to try to yeah. keep Britney Spears relevant and try to get you know a money grab out of it. But at the same time, like, as a distraction. Would not surprise me. Yeah, more like keep themselves relevant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that wraps things up. Yes. Uh, Ryan, so if anybody that would like to follow you, keep in touch with you, how they can find you on the social media? Yeah, so I'm a lot more active on Instagram. I am Brittany the Sagittarius. Uh, I also have a Twitter, which is Brittany the Sagittarius, although I believe it's Brittany like the saggy because <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think I can write out the full thing, but you'll find me on there. But Instagram's really where I'm at. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're definitely active on it. Super. You have plenty of super lines. up to date. Yeah, and we would like to thank to you for your time. Thank you for um to part in our podcast you were the, our very first guest thank you so much for all the knowledge about the free britney movement for sharing all your um your knowledge your time with us thank you so much for being here we really appreciate that yes we love you thank you so much we love you. i love you guys too i love the britney army it's it's so fun to be around people who love her as much as i do and um are passionate about this and yeah, thank you so much for having me on, guys. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> and I, th- I want to also thank everybody that has listened to our podcast so far. Again, we want you guys to follow us on 
Instagram. We don't have any other social media so far, but Instagram is definitely active. And we encourage you guys also to leave a voice message through there. Or if you actually listen on Spotify, there's a, a link that goes straight to the voicemail uh, box. So we'd like to guys use that because we're going to share uh, the voice message right after we are done here. So thank you so much. Um, no, yeah. As, as Felipe just said, um, he wants to make sure that, you know, people stay engaged with us. We want to make sure that you guys are staying engaged with us and it's going to motivate us to, to continue this on. And as Ryan said, we're a part of the B Army. We're all in this together. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward towards, we have, we're going to be going through the singles collection coming up. We may have a huge special guest on the next episode. So please stay tuned to that and um please dm us on instagram i'm thirsty i need the attention um so yeah just go ahead and send that over to us and we will talk to you guys soon thank you so much guys bye thank you do you want to be featured in our podcast send us a dm on instagram and hit that record button and send us something you actually might be featured on a future episode Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now, so do your thing. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey guys, how are you? I hope you're having a great day, and just want to say congratulations for the new podcast. I will say that this is going to be amazing for all the people that we are in the same iconic an amazing environment that surround Britney Spears. So thank you so much for that. And I will be happy to hear you every week. Greetings from Mexico. This is Tony and have a great day. Thank you. Okay, so I just listened to Original Doll podcast and it was adorable. I loved meeting you guys and nodding along with all the ways that we know and love Brittany, but most of all, it made me get out a piece of paper and document how many times I've seen Brittany, and um, my list is kind of ludicrous, and I feel like I'm missing something. I have over 20 times um, between Circus and all of the Piece of Me shows. Oh, this is kind of a problem, but I love you guys so much. Thank you for doing this. <laughs>